0: Amen. Truly, we thank God for his goodness. We thank God for his mercy. And we thank God for his grace. It's just so good to be in the house of the Lord one more time. And it's so good to, to, to just let God know how much we love him, how much we care about him, and all that he means to us as we praise God. So good to see all the mothers in the house. Come up here, it's so good to see you, and welcome to the East Baltimore Church of Christ. Here we know that the Bible is right, that yes. it cannot be wrong. And truly we thank God, for we know God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Is that all right? I want you to continue to keep Brother Veal family and the Davis family, they're down at Ocean City. It's Brother Veal, Sister Veal uh, uh, anniversary. So they go away every May, second week for their anniversary. They're down there in Ocean City, and the Davises will win them. So pray for that couple as they're down there uh, maxing and relaxing. They should be in church right now, but later on, they're going to be maxing and relaxing. Amen? Amen. Uh, also, just want to uh, let you know, continue to pray for um, uh, our Brother uh, Bradley, at uh, the 13th Street Church of Christ, that he has uh, taken to the hospital. So we're going to get some uh, information on that later. So pray for the Bradley family. Is that all right? Cause God is a good God, anyhow. Uh, we also want to let you know that the um, um, I believe it's the, they call it the crew, Brother Veal's care group. It's the crew, right? The crew. Uh, they'll be having. Uh, what we're going to do is on June 2nd, the second. The crew care group is going to be here at the building after service, and they're inviting the whole congregation to come to see the Davises off to California. Okay? So we're going to come. We're going to have a fellowship meal. Uh, June the 2nd, right after service, we have a fellowship meal, as that's the last Sunday for Brother and Sister Davis, and we just want to hug them and let them know how much we love them and break some bread together. Is that all right? And we'll let you know on that week before, which is May 26th, we want to take up a love offering for the Davis. They make their way to California. They got some strains that they're going through at this time, and we're just going to bless them as a congregation. So just continue to pray for uh, them and pray for the veals as they make their move out to um, California. Also, we want to thank God for uh, um, the, uh, the, the two souls that have obeyed the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ on uh, uh, two, uh, three weeks ago and two weeks ago. Amen. And that is Brother Michael Good and Mike. I believe he's he here today. He, he he working today. He works he working today. So uh, he comes on Sunday night. So when we see him, we we'll are gonna show him some love. When he get off Sunday, we see him in the morning time. Amen. And also, one of, um, one of our sisters who been hanging around the ark for a long time obeyed the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. And she's healed this morning. I don't have a baptismal certificate because we got to get some more information from her. But she sure enough can stand up and we can show her some love. Amen? And that's Sister Lakeisha Hill. Stand up, Sister Hill. Just for a minute. Amen. Amen. She obeyed the glorious gospel on uh, two weeks ago, on the two Thursdays ago. Went down in a watery grave of baptism. King up singing, I am redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Is that all right? So just want to thank God um, for just continue to be in the soul-saving business and continue to bless us and continue to be with us all the days of our lives. And want to let you know that our God is a good God. And it's just so good to know that He is in the blessing business. And and, and, and you know, I, I I see and I know that that times are changing and, 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 and some of us we're getting older and older and and we got the young people coming up uh, behind us and and, and I, I, the young people I'm telling you right now you better get ready for a high-spirited congregation. Because the young people, everywhere I go, be talking about the millennials, the, the millennials, the and, millennials, and they they're the individual, they just wanna, they wanna praise, because they don't think we real, because we don't make enough, we don't move enough. But 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 but, but that, that that's just what they told us. Amen. And, and, and so I want to let you know that our God is in a blessing business, and he's able to do above all that he, all we ask and all we think. And that's why when Brother Terrell sang those songs, those powerful songs, and gets us all uplifted, and let's make everybody feel good that we're serving the king and God is a good God. Yes, he is. Mothers, again, happy Mother's Day. Amen. And thank God for mothers. God knew exactly what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was, amen, that's right. Give him some love, give him some love. Happy Mother's Day, that's right. He knew exactly what he was doing when he told Adam, you ought not be alone. It's not good for you to be alone. I'm gonna make you a helpmeet. And and he put Eve on the scene. And and Eve came and all of a sudden after a while there was Cain, Abel, Seth, and a whole slew of them that came and motherhood had begun. And thank God for the mother. They, They just do so much for the children and just do so much for each and every one of us. And I wanna bring a lesson for you on this morning that's gonna talk about the blessedness of motherhood. The blessing is, because it is a blessing to be a mother, okay? Now, don't get me wrong. The scripture does not command that everybody has to marry and have children. But the Bible does clearly tell us that motherhood is a blessing. That it is a blessing from God to be a mother. The one thing I want you to know, one thing I want you to understand is, when we're talking about motherhood, I'm going to be taking it out of, of 2 Kings Chapter number four, Second Kings chapter number four, the verses that were read into your hearing. I just want to read them again uh, once more for emphasis sake. And um, I will have you read them behind me, but it's a whole lot of ver- verses and a whole lot of um, 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 Old Testament names in there. Amen. Yes. The Bible read in Hebrew and 2nd Kings chapter four, verse eight through 14 was ably read by brother. I mean, it's going to read it again for emphasis sake. The Bible said, and it fell on a day. That Elijah passed to Shunem, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as as oft as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, behold, now I perceive that this is an holy man of God, which passeth by us continually. Let us make a little chamber. Uh, I pray thee on the wall and let us set for him there a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick. And it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in thither. And it fell on a day that he came thither and he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said unto Ge- Gehazah, uh, his servant, call for the Shunammite woman or Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him, and he said unto and she said and he said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is it to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken to afford to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among mine own people. And he said, What, had, what then is it to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, verily, she hath no child, and her her husband is old. Amen? Now, let me set it up like this. When you look at the text that we're going to go into, the blessed of motherhood, first of all, God has decreed, both in men and both in women, male and female, that there would be certain roles and certain jobs and certain responsibility for both the man and the woman. Right. It is God who decreed that he would make Adam first and that he felt it wasn't good for Adam to be alone. So he would make Adam a help me. A help meet means somebody who suitably fit for him. Somebody that can deal with him. Somebody that can help him. Someone that can keep, keep him on a straight and narrow. A, a suitable fit for him. And that was by God's design. OK. Um, and, 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 and you'll find that second Peter chapter three, verse seven, she's called or will be called the weaker vessel. OK. That's why the serpent got to her first, because she was the weaker vessel, not weak in stature not weak in intelligence, anything like that. But just weak in physicalness. OK. By design of God. Now, what you got to understand here is that God knew everything that was going to happen. He knew Adam and Eve would not uh, 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 continue to dwell in that uh, Garden of Eden. And he designed that day uh, after the sin came that there would be children and that generations would start from them. What I want you to know is, is that when you look at this text and when you look here, there's something that we need to see. One thing we need to see here is that. We have a woman who is a Shudamite woman here in this text. And it says that she is a great woman. Y'all see that? Verse 8, she's a great woman. Highly influential woman. A a, a woman of some some estate. And and, and she had enough estate where that she was going to be able to bless Elisha as he came along the way. What you're going to find out is that she wanted to support the work of the man of God. So you can see in a verse right here where it says here in verse 8, and it fell that day that Elisha passed to Shunem, where was a great woman, and she constrained him. She said, Hey, you can stay right here. She constrained him to eat bread, and so it was that was off as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. You can stay right here because I'm gonna feed you, I'm gonna take care of you. And then, uh, 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 again, wanting to go a little further because of the type of woman that she was in verse 9 and she said unto her husband, behold, now I, I believe, I perceive, I feel like that this is a holy man, a holy man of God, which passeth by us continually. She said it's something about this man It's something that I can tell. He didn't say he was a holy man, but I perceive that this man is going about doing God's business. You can tell a great woman, because a great woman of God always want to help the man of God. The great woman of God always wants to support the gospel of Christ. That's what makes her a woman of God. And she said here um, in verse number uh, 10, let us make a little chamber. Now, I just see the husband sitting around looking at her like saying, huh? You know how a husband is when you try to put him to work. You know, that's why they got honeydew lists out there. You know, they got a list of work for us to do. And our honeydew list was, well, let us build a little room for this this, this this man of God, this this man. Let's make him a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall. And let us set forth, uh, set forth in him. Let's put a bed in there. And let's put a table in there. And let's put a stool in there. And let's put a candle in there. To us, that may seem like nothing, but back then that was something. That'd be something like standing in the, the Holiday Inn. That'd be something like standing in the embassy suites. That'd be something. See, y'all can't feel that. You know, they ain't had no light switches. They had candles. When you had some candles, you, would, you had something going. Everybody ain't had candles. The upper echelon had candles. Everybody ain't have no extra room. The upper echelon had extra room. Everybody had no extra beds, but back there they believed be fruitful and multiply. They weren't like us today, the young people today, that uh, 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 when my mom was coming up, my dad had 14. My great-grandma, my grandma and granddad had 14 children. And they saying they were not the biggest family on the block. That was back in the day and then you came into the into the maybe the the 60s and the 70s and maybe the big family was like eight or nine that's right. That's right. maybe you had eight eight or nine that's kind of six was okay but eight or nine was around there and then we go into the to the 90s and now they're talking about one or two maybe <laughs> they about one or two maybe and if you got four wow <laughs> but back in the time of this they were being fruitful and multiplied. And not only were they being fruitful and multiplied, it was a, you were looked upon badly if you were barren. If you could not have children, they would call you punished by God. They said, there's something wrong. If God ain't giving you no children. There's something wrong with this situation. And I know today sometimes we don't feel like that and somebody says, I ain't got no children. They can run all over the country and spend all that money, but, 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 but. I'm letting you know there's a blessedness when you slow down. There's a blessedness when little ones come into the household. You ain't got to have them. But I'm testifying myself. There's a blessing. Right. Sister Bethesda, she know it was a blessing this week. She was on Facebook every day. Flower from Virginia. Flower from Pennsylvania. Flowers from North Carolina. Flowers from my... I had to run out yesterday and get a big balloon to break the rope The rhythm. blessedness of motherhood. I don't know what's going to happen in June, but I know the blessedhood of motherhood. Listen, but wait a minute. It does not appear. I know y'all reading the text. It does not appear in the text, though, that she's complaining about anything. It doesn't appear in the text that she is upset about anything uh mm-hmm. or, or anxious about anything now, let's read further it says here and we picking up in verse number t- 11 and it fell on the day that when he came thither that he turned into the chamber and lay there and he said unto Gehaz his servant what that means is in verse number 11 that uh, uh when he well, that room was available to him now every time he came past mm-hmm. and every time he came past that that, that couple made him feel at home that he could just bunk in the upper chamber and, and take care of the profit business while he was there. And then he had says here in verse number 12, and he said unto Gehazi his servant, call the Shudamite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. Again, there is nothing that indicates that she was anxious. There is nothing that indicates that she complained about anything, that she was upset but I just come to learn, which is my first point here is, sometimes there's an unseen urge to be a mother. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Sometimes there's just, an, there just, even if you say, I may not want children, there's something. Uh, there's something, you, you just start seeing little babies. Yeah. And maybe though you made the decision not to, there's an urge, I wonder what it's like. Yeah. That looks, that looks nice. I can't imagine. You know, it's just something, just something, uh, she ain't complain about it. But, but but it's something about an unseen urge that happens to a woman at some time in life that may say, "I would like to have a child." Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's see if if, if if it was in her. The text says here, verse number uh, uh, thirteen. One more time, and he said unto, uh, and he said unto him, "Talk to Gehazi. Say now unto her." Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all care. You're really taking care of us. What shall be done unto thee? Wouldest thou that, that be spoken for to the king? Should I speak a good word in for you in the name of the king? Yeah, yeah. I, you know I know the king knows you. I can say something good about right, you. Right. Or to the captain of the host. Should I say something to the captain? Of, or, or let's call him the mayor. The mayor, this of this territory. Should I say something to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. Now watch this now, watch this, 14. And he said, what then is to be done for her? He asked Gehazi, because she really said, I'm good. And Gehazi answered, truly, she hath no child, and her husband is old. He don't have any children. And her husband is old. So, verse 15, and he said, Well, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. And he said unto her, About this season, he didn't even ask her, You want a child? (laughs) He just, he about to just tell her. He said, about this season, according to the time of life, meaning sometime next year, mm-hmm. thou shall embrace a son. And she said, nay, my Lord, thou man of God. Now, she's not saying no. Right now. Come on, come on. She's not saying no. What she's saying here is, nay, my Lord, thou man of God, do not lie to thy handmaid. Don't play with me. Right. Don't, don't don't be playing with me. Don't deceive me now. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me all excited about this child and don't know nothing happen now. Gonna, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. don't. I mean, I, 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 if it ain't gonna happen, then say it ain't gonna happen. I mean, don't please don't lie to me. Right. See see because because this right here is a blessing. Amen. Especially in that culture to leave your barrenness. Okay. Right. Especially at right. an older age and have a child, the whole community can see it as God has shined down on you. Yeah. She said, don't lie to me. Don't lie to your handmaiden. Now, and the, and the woman conceived, had a baby, just like the prophet said, right. and bear a son mm-hmm. at that season and Elijah, uh, uh, that Elijah had said unto her, according to the time of life. Right. Meaning I told you you're going to have one. You got a child. Now, I just told you about the unseen urge of motherhood. Let's look at the care of motherhood. Right. When you look at the cares of motherhood, one thing you're going to find out is this. And that is, is that obviously, because I don't care what kind of man of God you are, you can do nothing if it don't come from above. Amen. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Right. You can say anything. I don't care what you are prophet, I don't care whether you're an apostle, I don't care whether you are a a, a king, I don't care who you are, because God got the power, not a man. So obviously when the prophet spoke, he spoke and God blessed what he spoke. And thereby gave this Shunammite woman a child. And she conceived, just like Elisha said, at that time she had a child. Now the Bible says here, when you look at it in verse 16, it appears to me when a woman said, don't lie to me, that she's excited. Mm -hmm. It appears to me that she, she asked for it, but she okay with it. Seems she excited here. It reminds me of a husband and a wife when he come home from work. They weren't planning on having no more children. But let me tell my story. Wasn't planning on having no more children. Okay. All right. But you just come home from work or get a call at work. Uh-huh. And you get a call at work and the word coming and says, guess what? <laughs> and you say, what? But before they tell you what the information is, you have already purchased some golden golf clubs. Okay. You're about to give a brother Fraser and hit some balls down the lane there. You're already playing on what you're gonna do with the extra room. Yeah, yeah. Because you're almost done with the young man. Uh-oh. You already got planned for all this stuff, and then the call comes. And when the call comes, I'm with child pregnant. It shocks you so much you say, by who? <laughs> you just shocked. They're telling my story. Maybe I should be putting all my business. I gotta die. and If it helped me to preach the gospel, I gotta say it. It's just real. He said, what you talking about? So then I nervously put the phone down. Then I had to go into get my mind right. The first tiers were for the golf clubs. Second tiers were for the extra room, it was gonna be the man cave. But after it was all over, you just gotta settle in. And you realize you got another 18-year ride. That you just gotta ride the ride. And now, you couldn't take that little girl from me from the world. Amen, amen, amen. All up in yeah. the heart, yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. spoiled yeah. as can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama happy uh, initially. I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, eventually, okay, amen. just like, just like, just like me. Uh-huh, okay. But we made the adjustment. And then, and then, wait a minute, so this woman, she just gets the word from the prophet. It comes from God, and she got a son, and she okay with it. And then the text said in verse 18, and when the child was grown, it fell one day that he went out of his father, out with his father, into the reaper. Hold it. This is not a grown 18 or 21-year-old child. That word grown there means growing, not the word we use for full grown. Okay, just want to let you know that, and we're I mean, not going to let you know that because uh, 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 as you read down, you can say, "Woo, verse 19." And he said unto his father, "It's a child," and that same child, six, seven, eight years old, nine, ten years old. Let's say, And he said to his father, "My head, my head," and he said to a lad to one of his young servants, carry him to his mother. They ain't talking about a grown man. Right, 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 right. Talking about a child. Yeah, yeah. Carry the child to his mother. Mm-hmm. And the text says here, and when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees. That's not a grown man. Right, right, right. And this crazy world we live in today, some of these grown boys try to sit on Mom and yeah, yeah. Beat, don't day. i tell you the yeah. truth. I'll tell you the truth. I ain't saying nothing about them I mean, flying. I dropped them while I was flying over. They just love mama. They love mama. Mama. Amen. Bible says he had brought her to the mother, sat him on her knees, and at noon, and then he died. The child of promise is dead. Think about it. This is a child of promise that's been given to this woman past her season, past her husband's season, because the text underscores he was old. This is a child of promise. And this child of promise is now dead. And what we have to understand here is, is that this child of promise had frailties like every other child. I don't know what my head, my head mean. I know you medical people out there say that was an aneurysm. It might have been. I don't know. text just said, my head, my head. And by 12 o'clock noon, the child died. Heartbreak for the mother. Torture for the mother. But, when you pick it up here in verse number 21, it says, and she went up. And laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out and called her to her husband and said, Send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses, that I may run to the man of God and come again. She did not even tell him he was dead. Why? Because she said, My God. Okay. Yeah. Amen. As this man... this this prophet of God can give me a promised child then God can fix him up again. All I got to do is get to this man of God. Mothers, what do you think she, this, this woman's mindset is about getting to this man of God. She didn't even she didn't even say honey, can I go? She said send me. Mothers, you know when your child is in trouble, you know many times you can react without thinking. Because the bond is there, and the fear is there, and the need is there, and you can just remember, that woman just grabbed her stuff, and and send send me somebody to take me, and let's get out of here. Because that's the care of a mother. When my son Ian was in California, I saw him once a year, maybe every other year, my wife, in Erica, they gotta fly out there at least once a year to see. you going to California, so I said, no, not, not no. Put me on FaceTime when you get out there. I'm good. I saw, I see him in the FaceTime. Okay, we going? Go to California. He gets stationed in Virginia Beach. Now in my wife's mind, that's like 45 minutes away, but that's five hours down the road. And it doesn't take much for her to say, let's go to Virginia Beach. You know, it it, it, it is six months from his birthday, let's go to Virginia Beach. The weather's warm, let's go to Virginia Beach. I feel the need to go to Virginia Beach. A mother's care, she wanna see a child. She wanna see a child. And, and And a wise father would get out of the way of that. And let her bond with her child. Yeah. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Amen. I ain't get a lot of amen. I know, I know how we hear this husband. You, my woman. I always said if I go on a cruise and if I fall in the water and my two year old daughter falls in the water and neither one of us can swim and she got to choose one, I'll be in trouble. In fact, To keep her from feeling guilty, I have to say, save the child. Don't worry about me. I'm going to be all right. Save the child. What I want to say is, save me. We'll have another child. We'll have two more jobs. But you know they ain't (laughs) going. Mothers, you know they ain't going. Am I in trouble? I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. So I better say, throw me the life thing, and you go get the baby. Okay, I got you. I got you. And this mother feel the same way. She ain't tell her husband back then. Uh, the husband is the king of the castle, and you you approach him a certain way. But her, she just said to him to send me the uh, here in verse number. What we're at. 20, 22, verse 22. And she said, call unto her husband and said, send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said, wherefore art thou go to him this day? Is It's neither a new moon nor a Sabbath. And she said, it shall be well. He said, why are you, why are you going to the man of God? It's not a festival it's not a new moon festival and he always at the festivals it's not the sabbath he's always there for the sabbath why are you going to him she basically don't worry about it it's gonna be all right don't worry about it it is what the husband, baby the son of promise is up in the room dead and she's telling her husband it's gonna be all right y'all didn't catch that That's a mother's heart. That's a mother's belief. All the way until the end. Watch the text. Then it says here, uh, when you look here, we're going to now look at this heart of this mother. This heart of this mother is this, 24, and she sat the ass and said unto her servants, drive and go forward, slack now, go fast as you can. She said, I don't know. Now, she can ride like that. Yeah. But when that baby is in trouble, she said, go fast as you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my children break their arm. To me, it's just a broken arm. You stop at the red lights to the white. Go past the red light. Right, 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 right. Amen. 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 Yeah. Amen. I'm saying to myself, it's only a broken. Go, 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 go. It might be more. That's the heart of a mother. And if you look at this text right here, what you're seeing here, that's so good. And then she said to the servant, I'm going to outride you, basically. She said to him, uh, verse number 24, she said, drive and go forward and slack not thy riding for me, except I tell you to. Meaning if I don't say slow down, you keep going. That's the heart of a mother. You the mother just keep going. Back in the day, many times mom be the last one to eat, making sure all of them children eat. And yeah, if you catch them sometime, they ain't they, they 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 giving their babies the good stuff. That's just the heart of a mother. Twenty-five. So went. So she went and came unto the man of God. To Mount Carmel, and it came to pass when the man of God saw her afar off. that he said unto Gehazah his servant, Behold, yonder is the Shudamite. Run now, I pray thee, meet her, and say unto her, Is it well with ye thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, It is well. She is not going to, she said, it's not the time to speak a word of death. Because it ain't over until it's over. She said it as well. Now, here's something I want you to see. And that is that God usually, I guess he chose not to let the prophet know what was going on. God hid it from the prophet. What was going on? Why? Because this gonna be a God thing. Uh, y'all don't hear me. Watch the text. Watch the text. Watch the text. It says here. Uh, I'ma pick it up here at verse number twenty-seven. And when she came unto the man of God to the hill, she caught him by. going to back up twenty-six. Now run and meet her. And says, well with the child. Well with the husband. Well with the child." She said, "It is well." One thing I want you to know about this is, and when she came to the man of God to the hill, she caught him by his feet. But Gehazi came near and thrust her away. She said, get away from him. And, uh, and the man of God said, let her alone, for her soul is troubled. Her soul is vexed within her. And the Lord, for the Lord hath hidden it from me and hath not told me. That means the Lord ain't telling what was going on. He said something wrong. That's good. Amen. That's good for you. And God chose to hide it from me. I don't know what's, what's going on, but something is wrong. What do you see, Brother Bethia? I see that this woman basically picking it up again at verse number 27 and going a little further there. And the man of God said, let her alone. I'm in the middle of 27. Let her alone for her soul is vexed within her and the Lord had hid it from me and had not told me. 28, then she said, did I desire a son of my Lord? Did I ask for this child? Did I say I wanted a son? Now, 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 What she doing is, oh, y'all, 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 y'all see what she doing? Listen, it. that's right, that's right. She's setting up some help. She letting them know. Wait a minute, I, 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 know I'm not in this situation. Did I ask for a child? Now watch it now. And then he says here, says here. Uh, picking up at verse number eight. Uh. 28, uh do I do I do it? Did I desire a son of my Lord? Did I not say, Do not deceive me? Okay. When he said unto Gehazah, gird up thy loins and take my staff in thy hand and go thy way. And if thou meet any man, salute him not. If any salute thee, answer him not again, and, and lay my staff upon the face of the child. Gehazah, get going. Because the way she set it up was, why did you put me in this situation? Why am I in this heartbreak? Why am I in this situation? That's how mothers talk. Mothers talk in a way that is so passionate, so so emotional, so, and, and, and you can feel the emotion. My son don't come home from school, supposed to be there at 4 o'clock, and it's now 5 o'clock. I'm saying the bus might be late. It's going to be all right. She don't want to hear that. Go to the school. And I'm saying the bus breaks down from time to time. Honey, go to the school. I said, honey, the bus, but then she got the look one. her. So I get my, go down there, and I get to the school, and guess what happened? bus was broken down. Right. But I went to the school right. because her heart right. demanded. Because if something would have happened to that child, yeah. then that would have been, I'd been beat up. Right. Yeah. I'm helping the fathers now. When that heart of that mother cried right. my child, my child, yeah, yeah, yeah. at least go to half the mile with her. But, mother, there comes a time when the child got to fly the coop. Remember, we're raising arrows, not boomerangs. Here we go. Here we go. Now, 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 now. Watch this now. Here's what the mother said here. The mother said in 30. And the mother 29, still 29? Okay, let me hit 29 again. I twenty nine again. I do it again. The scriptures. And went and, and then he said to Gehazi, gird up thy loins and take thy staff in thine hand and go thy way and if thou meet any man salute him not and if, if any if any salute thee answer him not and lay my staff upon the face of the child 30 and thy mother of the child said as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth I will not leave thee you ain't going I'm standing right here with you I ain't running off with, I'm staying right here. You the man of God. Yeah, right. It's a smart woman right here, <laughs> that's right. She said, I I, I I, will not leave thee, and he arose and followed her. And the Bible said, Gehazi passed on before them and laid the staff upon the face of the child, and there was neither voice nor hearing, wherefore he went again to meet him and told him, saying, the child was not awakened. The first was a first attempt a failure. First attempt a failure. God may not come when you want him, but he always on time. First attempt a failure. Always remember, always remember that. Always remember. Don't be moms. Don't be so quick to give up on stuff. Amen. Amen. I know the roof leaking, and you say, "Honey, fix the roof." Honey, fix the roof. Honey, fix the roof. Honey, fix the roof. he might be waiting for that twelfth time. No, brother, he got to do it on that first or second time. No, 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 no. no. He's he and you, you. You're different. I agree with you. We want to get it done as quick as time. But every guy is different. Sometimes it's the 12th time. Don't give up. Keep asking, keep asking, keep asking, keep asking, keep asking, keep asking. Keep asking. Yeah. And you know, God's like that. God said, as a judge, he feared neither God nor man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this woman was persistent about this. God was persistent about needing some bread to take care of these people. And Jesus said, though he did not answer before fear of that man, but because of his uh, lack of opportunity. He gave it to him. Keep asking God. She said here that I'm going with you. I went there first attempt failed. Verse 32. And when Elijah came unto the house behold the child was dead upon the bed and he went in thereof and shut the door upon them twain and pray unto the Lord. Listen. He comes. Surprisingly, he still did. He goes in and he shuts the door. Somebody said, why he shut the door? Because something you don't need no company when you when it's you and God. Right. Sometimes you got to shut the world out. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you don't need nobody in the room saying, He did. He real dead. Right. He, how long he been laying there? Oh, he real did. You came from where? Oh, he You don't need none of that y'all need none of that this mother got faith this prophet know his god let him do that thing he ain't even let her in That's right. yeah. he went up in that room looked at the boy saw the boy yeah he did he shut that door locked that door took his whole body and laid his whole body on the boy mama might not have to let him do that right. Yeah, right, right, right. what you what you doing what you doing no look, sometimes listen when god is working sometimes it just got to be you and him he may not do it if you got somebody else around. See, because what God does isn't for show. What God does isn't for a parade. When God does what he does, is because it is God and God alone. And this and prophet knew his God. And he went in there, and the Bible says 33, he went there and, and shut the door upon them twain and prayed unto the Lord. 34, and he went upon and laid upon the child and put his mouth on, the, on his mouth and his eyes on his eyes and his hands on his hands. And he stretched himself upon the child and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Nobody knew that unless the Bible told us. He laid on the child. The grown man laid on the boy. And something happened. Though it wasn't life, but it was the beginning of it. Because the text said the child waxed warm. Remember when you're dead, you start getting cold. Child waxed warm. Listen. Listen. Elijah wanted no witnesses to the restoration of the child. And notice he, it was him, the child, and God. Mm -hmm. Because he prayed Mm -hmm. to God. Mm -hmm. 35, and he returned, because the child just warm now, still dead. Mm -hmm. And he returned and walked in the house to and fro and went up and stretched himself upon him. And the child sneezed. Something about that that number seven, man. That number, that's complete. Seven times. And I want you to see here, brothers and sisters, is is that nobody know God's timetable. My question to the audience is, why didn't God just say boom, bang, get up? Why didn't he just say, mm, golly, go shh. He God, He can do anything. Why that process? Because God teaches us that God. That's why He might not come when you want Him, but He always on time. Sometimes God gonna help you, but it's gonna be a process. Yes. So He can't help you immediately. He God, He can do anything. But there are times when God says, "This is such. This is not something we need to do immediately." This is something that has to happen in stages for the benefit of everybody. That's how. Don't stop giving up on God. Stop quitting God. Stop running away from God when stuff don't happen on your time. Be like a mother. Mother hangs in there. Mother don't give up. Mother, listen, if that baby got measles, mama's going to sit up all night long with that baby with the measles. And I'll tell you another thing about a mother. I don't know how this happens. A mother has a mother's ear. The baby could be down the hall, around the corner. Dad could be in there hitting it. Mama might even be, but she got that ear out. And soon that baby, "Eh." where daddy? She listening. What's she listening for? She listening for movement. I didn't know you could hear movement, but mothers. Yeah. Yeah. It's something innate in them. Right. It's almost like when their grown children come in and they say, how you doing? They can tell his body language, her body language, her words, how she say what she say, how she deal it, whether or not they lying or not. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they know their child. Right. Their Young mother knows loves knows that infant child, and if that child moves, she on it. Right. And that's why the time we live in the day now, mom now she'll got she still got the ear, and she still put her head up. But now it's a partnership, right. so she don't go running there. She pop, doc on the head, and doc boom, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. and she just says your turn. And because Doc's not a mom, Doc ain't feeling this right now. They, they went, well, I'm telling you, the baby ate four hours ago. It's only been two hours. And she said, go get the baby. And we get up. We go in the room. We, we said, I can't believe this is happening. You get in there, you get the baby. And one more thing. And one day, Sister Bethia caught me feeding Erica through the ear. I'm asleep. I'm, I took the baby. And I didn't do like that. I, she was turned this way, but she she, she turned the head. I'm, I'm sleeping. Milk pouring out right here. Ah, what are you doing? Mamas don't do stuff like that. They can feed the baby. You no, know, they sleep. They sleep me too. But they, it's their baby. The baby gotta eat. They gotta. gotta oh, y'all don't hear me. I'm talking about the blessedness. Of motherhood. Yeah, yeah. I'll close with this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. He read thirty-five, and he returned and walked in the house and to and fro and went up and stretched himself upon the child upon him, and the child sneezed seven times, and the child opened his eyes, and he called and, and he called Gehazi and said, "Call the Shunammite." So she, so he called her, and when she was come in into him. He said, Take up your son. Then she went in, fell at his feet, bowed herself to the ground, and took up her son. And she went out. Amen. Mothers know it ain't over, tell it's over. Amen. They got the love, they got the patience. They're there. And, and, and I'll say this too as I close my lesson. And if you are a mother that's not there yet, I understand everybody different. But you will get there. Amen. It just takes the right, the right situation. It takes the right circumstance. It takes the right set of events to happen. And trust me, that mother instinct will come out of you, and you will be there ready to get the job done. The blessedness of motherhood is a blessing. So I want to tell every mother in the house today, this could be your story. That's the blessedness of motherhood, that when God gives you something, that thing belongs to you. Love it, take care of it, raise it up, but please remember there comes a time Well, if you don't let him take flight, why he keep saying him? Why he ain't say her? Because girls run out the house. I don't know what it is about the girls. It's almost like 10, 9, 8, 7. They're gone. Sons, sons sons just went to the basement. And they'll stay right there in that basement until it's time for them to, until you make them. Until you push them out of that. But in order for them to go through all the stages God has for them to go through, push them out. Our young men are like eagles. We don't learn how to fly until we're in the air and ain't got no other options. Y'all don't know that, do y'all? The eagle, the eagle get up there, takes the baby. He knows the time, knows the damn. Kick him right up the net and thing way up there. And that bird start falling and timbering and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, he, all of a sudden, you stick them wings up like that. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, he good now. He, 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 now, look, now, he, now he all right now. Yeah. The girls, you ain't got to push them, they jump. Uh-huh. They say, jump. Because they're different. They're wired differently. So remember, continue to always let motherhood be a blessing in your life. Now, if you're out there and you're subject to the Savior's invitation, what's his invitation right here? His invitation is that God can save to the utmost. That God is a deliverer. That God is a healer. That God not only can save you physically like he did that boy, he can save you spiritually. He can save your soul. He can save the soul of your children. He can save the soul of your grandchildren because he's that kind of God. But the only way he's going to do it is when you got the faith like this woman had, the faith to hold on and not let go, the faith to believe God through thick and thin, the faith to tell God that I'm with you 100%. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. You are my God. You are my king, and I love you so much. It was Jesus talking about love when they came to him and said, Your mother and your brother stand without. Jesus said, Who's my mother? And who's my brother? They that do the will of my father, the same of my mother, my brother, and my sister. Jesus said, I'm a mother to them all. What a God we serve. So, what you got to do is hear God's word, believe God's word, repent of your sins. Confess your faith in Christ and get yourself baptized into Christ for the remission of your sins. If you're out there, the water's ready, heaven's ready, are you ready? The Bible says, he that confesses me before men, I will confess him before my Father which is in heaven. But he that denies me before man, I will deny him before my Father which is in heaven. Hear, believe, repent, confess, and get yourself baptized. Do it right now. We all stand and sing the hymn of invitation to give somebody out there the opportunity to obey God. God sent his son. They called him Jesus. Isn't it beautiful to see the love that the Shunammite woman had towards the word of God? Yes. She believed in God through the man of God, and she believed in the words of the man of God. And I hope there's somebody here today that is in that same heart that will believe in the word of God. If the word of God speaks, just say thy servant heareth and obey. When God speaks and God words speak, never resist the word of God for nothing. Why is that because john twelve and forty say forty two say forty eight say he that rejecteth me and receiveth not my word hath one that judgeth him he said the word that I' have spoken the same word yeah. Going to judge you in that last day. Do you know what that means? That means you can't get up there with God and debate God about, well, I didn't believe this. or I didn't believe that. or I didn't understand this. Or I didn't understand that. God said, I, you don't have to just obey it. That shoot of my woman, she didn't know whether or not her son was going to get back up. But she just believed in the word of God and the man of God. And she just stuck with him. And whatever he said she did, she did. She, I'm sure she wanted to go in that room. When he shut the door, I'm sure she wanted to go in that room. But she, 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 she caught herself and stayed out. Amen. So God can do his business. I'm trying to help somebody. Amen. Whenever God's word speaks, whether you be mom, dad, children, whenever God's word speaks, let God's word be God's word. Amen. Don't try to rush God's word. Don't try to figure out God's word. Don't try to overthink God's word. Don't think, don't think, why is this and why is that? Every why should have a scripture and if there's no scripture, then there's no why. Amen. Amen. Deuteronomy 29, 29 said, the secret things belong to God yeah. and they have been what been revealed belong to man. Mm-hmm. God will not tell us everything. He reserves that right. Mm -hmm. He said, I don't have to tell you I'm God, and I'm God all by yourself. But I will tell you this. I've given you enough in my word to just read it, obey it, and live it. And if you do that, you will live eternally. Mm -hmm. And if your family do it with you, all of you will live eternally. Mm -hmm. Thus saith the Lord. So if you're out there and you're subject to the Savior's invitation, be like that my woman. Just trust God no matter what. Come, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. One more stanza. Ooh,